All right, here we are, your best mix of music, 98.4 Capital FM. It's uh, 14 minutes past 8, uh, and in studio with us this morning, super excited to have the Cabinet Secretary for Tourism, Wildlife, uh, and Heritage, Penina Malonza, Madam CS. Welcome to Capital FM. Thank you very much. Uh, it's wonderful to have you with us, and I think, you know, before we get into some of the questions that, you know, we've put together um, and, and want to ask you, let's just start with nine months in, um, it is, you know, we've been talking off air, it's not... You know, as much as it, it feels or sounds like it's a soft ministry because it's tourism, wildlife, and, and culture, but it is the economic driver of this country. We know that our biggest, uh, the biggest uh, windfall of cash every year comes in from the tourism ministry. Uh, and because Kenya is a tourist destination, globally, everyone globally knows this. You, your first nine months, can you break down what that's looked like and uh, what what you've had to sort of, you know, because settling into a ministry like that is not a joke. You've got a lot of things falling yeah. under you. So what is that? What does what your, your first nine months look like? Well, it has been a lot of running around because of uh, a lot of work that we had to do. Of course, positioning ourselves in the office, uh, familiarizing myself with the staff, but uh, above all with the work that I was to do. Uh, well, we have tried our best, and I believe that uh, this has been uh, uh, some of the months that have been very productive because we hit the ground running, really, uh, because we needed to set uh, a destination. Kenya is the most uh, preferred destination for most travelers. And so we've done quite a lot of reorganization, uh, running from uh, our wildlife to tourism itself in terms of marketing, in terms of infrastructure, but also bringing in the component of culture, which was missing earlier on in our ministry. And so, uh, you know, entrenching it in our ministry so that we can have uh, uh, quite a variety of products that we can market for Destination Magical Kenya. Mm, okay. yeah. I love that. And for me, I'm big on marketing. So I, I find that uh, exciting and you've been really vocal about Kenya as a destination so t can you t share with us maybe some of the initiatives in place that the ministry has to market the country uh, well uh, we have quite a number of uh, initiatives of course uh, running my ministry as three state department of course state department of tourism state department of wildlife and state department of culture or heritage mm -hmm. and so we had to do uh, strategies of course uh, cutting across the short-term strategies uh, the mid-term and the long term and uh, in the area of marketing we are refocusing on uh, uh, on online marketing, of course, digitization, or where we are actually going into platforms that we've not used before. Initially, mm. we were doing uh, the normal campaigns, but now we're going into social media, Twitter, you know, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, we, we're just going where we can get people. Absolutely. Uh, of course, not uh, living out on the print media and also the, the, the normal radio stations and TV stations. So we are all over and we want to maximize that space because we know uh, traveler, uh, our, our next traveler is actually a digital person, mm -hmm. uh, the independent traveler. And so we know they are hooked into online, you know, services and uh, uh, information. And so that's why we are reorganizing our marketing strategy. Of course, not leaving out the influencers because they, they really uh, influence quite a lot. So we are also opening the space of the influencers, the ambassadors, and going far into, uh, into even uh, using um, 
our own platforms like schools mm -hmm. beginning to entrench tourism from the young age because uh, we need to uh, have our children understand and also relate and as you've heard we also are working on the wildlife uh, area where we have the world clubs of Kenya where yeah. now the young children are actually uh, put across to just understand the environment the biodiversity and work with us as a ministry I think that's so huge especially with children appreciating the environment and supporting these kind of causes mm -hmm. I, I think you know you, you talk about education because that's a big thing as well um, madam CS the the, the 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 digital platforms you're headed to TikTok, the Instagrams etc um, is that also you know a, another prong in the approach to attract domestic tourism because you know as much as there was initiatives in the past uh, ministry uh, leadership of you know talking about we need to get more domestic tourists it never really materialized mm -hmm. it was always focused on the Europeans the Americans coming in uh, and spending big bucks here but while you have a huge population mm -hmm. of Kenyans that may not have the 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 bank account balances of our you know, few uh, international tourists. Mm. Domestic tourism is a massive thing. And for me, from where I sit, and having worked with KTB and Magical Kenya from different perspectives in the past, we've never really tapped into that market. Is that part of the plan? Uh, yeah, it is part of the plan, of course. Uh, we've given uh, KTB a mandate to uh, market uh, this uh, destination, Kenya, to the globe, to Africa, but more so to our Kenyan people. And uh, why we have uh, really uh, picked on this um, uh, domestic tourism is because when we were hit by COVID, actually our our tourism was sustained by uh kenyans themselves visiting nice. and so we realized that there's a great potential in this area and so we have already uh plans uh like tembea kenya mm -hmm. you've heard of tembea kenya yeah. uh you know come take a safari these are some of the initiatives that we're encouraging the our fellow kenyans actually to travel and you know visit our touristic uh, sites and you've seen a lot of uh, improvement in terms of numbers of those who are visiting actually every weekend you get uh, road <laughs> tours all the way to north eastern <laughs> kenya and i can tell you it's crazy in this country and i love it when i see the young people they are taking um you know the first uh, uh front line to even visit this destination mm -hmm. we just had a uh, wrc uh, safari rally and you saw the young guys how they flowed in uh Earth mm -hmm. gate Kenyan so, so kenyans can party that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> Party, Kenyans are going out, and uh, we, we really feel very encouraged, and mm. we encourage more Kenyans to come out, because as a destination, if we are going to be a preferred destination by outsiders, by the globe, then we as Kenyans, we have to be the first consumers Absolutely. of our products. Absolutely. And there's so much to see, even, out, you know, we, we often talk about national parks and the rest, but, you know, we have beaches, mountains, and like you said, culture, to learn about our own culture and, and be able to experience anything so important. Mm. Yeah, and basically that's why we are packaging now our our products mm -hmm. actually to fit all the categories because uh, uh, we've realized that we have 47 uh, counties in this country. Mm -hmm. Of course, uh, tourism is not just a hub happening in a vacuum called Kenya. It's happening in Kenya, but in 47 counties. Yes. And so we are packaging. There's quite a lot, even in the counties that you can see. I was just amazed when I sent the uh, tourism ambassadors to just find out what do we have in every village. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, we have millions of attractions in this country. And things you don't and even so think about. And so at the mm -hmm. crossroads of 
anybody who is in the village you don't need to travel you can actually visit uh, uh, an attraction that is within your proximity yeah and yeah. i think i think you know we have you know historically uh, as a tourism ministry and i'm not talking about your your ministry uh, mm -hmm. you, uh, under you uh, madam cs i'm talking about historically in the past we've always only pushed you know bush and beach but when you actually mm -hmm. travel through kenya like i had the opportunity to go to, up to lake turkana uh, uh -huh. last year i mean that is one of the most magical places i have ever seen in my life mm -hmm. and, I, and i'm pretty well traveled that was like in, in extremely eye-opening that i was so upset that i hadn't been in my 20 years of being yeah. in kenya it's crazy uh, as we approach peak tourism season um oh, you you mentioned that things are picking up yeah uh, do you see that we will get to a point where we can say we fully recovered from covid uh, yes, actually, Kenya is doing uh, well. Of course, uh, um, a few months ago, we were doing better than Africa as a continent. But of course, uh, Africa has taken us by only 2%. And uh, in terms of recovery, we are at 7.16. And so we can say that uh, we're trying, given that Kenya, if you compare Kenya with the other countries like Tanzania, Uganda, mm -hmm. and the rest, you realize that, um, you know, Kenya, we closed our borders, but Tanzania never closed. So anybody comparing us with uh, Tanzania uh, uh, should know that Kenya had closed our borders mm -hmm. before. And uh, I can say that you're doing very well uh, above average. Um, and uh, I've just come from uh, UNWTO conference in Mauritius uh, where we had all the African countries. And I can cool. tell you, Kenya is one of the uh, among the top countries that are really recovering in a very speedy manner. And so um, uh, uh, we've uh, seeing that uh, we're approaching now the peak and the peak season is already with us because we are now talking about the migration mm -hmm. between migration that are happening in Masai Mara and also Watamu and we've seen uh, quite high numbers and of course it was uh, set um, uh, by the WRC uh, rally that happened in Naivasha and for us it is started a bit earlier so we want to believe that um, we, we, we're going to attain the numbers that we planned of course the numbers uh, of uh, 2.5 uh, to, uh, towards the end of this year and we want to believe by early next year we'll have already achieved uh, uh, pre-COVID uh, you know, levels uh, before. That's great to hear. So, so I, I want to believe because now we are rebranding the country as the home of human origins. Mm -hmm. and you've heard it from the president himself. So we're saying this is home for everybody and we've seen other numbers now uh, coming to Kenya, not just to go to Masai Mara or even to visit uh, the rest of the products that we have but they are coming uh in the name of we are coming home we want to come yes. home Ooh, that's cool. so i've received quite a number more than even seven delegations from us uh from uk of people claiming to come uh, to to come back home and so i can see there's a whole other you know carrot that is really enticing people to come to this destination kenya that's great and when we come back i'd love to talk more about like you know the origin of man and that rebrand a little bit about your conference. I'd love to hear more about that and our individual responsibility for uh, promoting tourism. We're going to get into our traffic, but if you have any questions for Madam C.S. Malonza, please send them on 0701-984-984. You can tweet us at 984 in the morning. Capital FM. In studio with us this morning, we have the pleasure of uh, welcoming uh, C.S. Uh, Nina Malonza from the uh, Ministry of Tourism, Wildlife and Culture. Something you mentioned in the last segment mm -hmm. was that we have kind of ignored 
mm-hmm. the culture in the Ministry of Tourism, Wildlife and Culture. So it's always mm-hmm. been about tourism and wildlife, which is great. Yeah. Uh, wildlife is what attracts tourism as well, so that's mm-hmm. great. But but culture is a big part of uh, who we are. And you mentioned that the president, uh, uh, in, you know, recently said that you know this is the birthplace of humanity. Mm-hmm. That's how we should be selling the country as well. You have mm-hmm. this coming home campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, you touched on it in the last segment. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that means? Because it sounds it sounds phenomenal. Because Ghana yeah. went through something like this a few years ago. Remember when all, like all the all the uh, Ameri- black Americans were going to Ghana? They were like flocking yeah. Ghana. It was a similar similar. Mo- I would say it's a movement, and it can become a big movement as well. Yeah, if people are saying yeah. we're coming home. Yeah, thank you very much. I think uh, it's a campaign on coming home because uh, uh, sometimes back we discovered the oldest uh, fossils of a man to have existed in this world in Trukana, mm-hmm. uh, uh, dated six million years ago. And uh, of course, we've uh, the president picked it up, and uh, we were also thinking about you know rebranding the country. And remember, this is the 60th year after independence, so it's very significant for us. What is it that you're telling the world? This journey that you've walked for 60 years, mm. who are we? We're trying to find ourselves as a nation, who we are, and uh, basically placing ourselves in the globe in terms of being home for everybody. Because if you look at the history itself, it is um, uh, it's only in Kenya and Chad, where we have uh, similar fossils that were discovered almost uh, similarly at the same time. But you find the Kenyans uh, uh, fossils are a bit older than the rest in the world. And so Kenya becomes the home of human origin. Of course, we would be saying it's uh, the, the crowd of mankind. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, that has been taken by South Africa. And okay. uh, if we compare the fossils in South Africa, the South Africa ones are dated uh, 3 million years ago. Mm-hmm. So they're a bit younger than what we have. And actually, if you look at the migratory uh, routes uh, from Kenya, you realize that South Africans came from Kenya. So yeah. the migratory routes are showing who came from where yeah. and how did they move. And so that's why we are having this campaign, of course, um, uh, in a year that we are saying we're celebrating our 60th year uh, of in- independence. And therefore, we believe that it's very significant for us as a country as we bring on board uh, culture. Uh, but beyond even looking at Kenya as a home for uh, mankind, we are also looking at the, the, the whole uh, historical sites that we have in this nation if you looked at other countries like France what are they really marketing they're marketing their historical sites True. really and that's what is bringing the traffic to their country and so we're saying um, that we have to market our historical uh, sites our rich uh, history mm-hmm. uh, we never tell the story about, about our nation we never tell the story of uh, our past and where we've come from and that's why you find sometimes it's not very easy uh, for us to connect like like yesterday, I just had dinner with the with the Chinese media group, mm-hmm. and we were just discussing the whole uh, relationship of uh, you know bilateral relation of China and Kenya. And we realized in 1914, uh, China received a giraffe uh, from Malindi. What? It's a gift. Oh, wow. And nobody is telling the story. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. we just talk about the story of the uh, the shipwreck, but we don't even uh, link uh, what was happening before. Mm-hmm. And these are stories that when Chinese hear mm-hmm. that we gave them a gift of a giraffe, probably they will give us a panda, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and we can demand it at this yeah. time. Yeah. So I believe uh, that this is uh, one. Uh, and if you look at the, 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 the travel of today, mm-hmm. uh, the young generation, 
situation, you you realize that they have a lot of uh, uh, interest in our culture. They want to immerse themselves in culture. They want to learn about the people. They want to learn about the food. They want to learn about the way of life, which involves dressing. And that's where we are talking about Ushanga. That's where we are talking about, you know, our 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 festivals and uh, of course to set this face will be the Ma festival that will be happening in Narok from 21st to around 24th mm -hmm. and so we're encouraging this is a, a festival that we are going to showcase the rich Maasai cultural uh, you know culture uh, and and practices and um, uh, of course, not only Maasai, as you can hear me, I'm talking about Ma. This is uh, larger than Maasai themselves. This is a group of Kushats who have come together. And uh, uh, of course, um, uh, they're showcasing their rich culture in Narok County. And so we welcome, because we want to have a calendar of, uh, uh, you know, traditional festivals in this country. Yeah. And so I was actually challenged by Zambia. They have 75 tribes in that country uh -huh. and they have a festival for each tribe wow. and so we are generating a calendar a, a yearly calendar so that we can log in and we know what is happening where in in which part of the country and so uh, we're starting with Narok and of course going to the northern part of Kenya uh, where we'll do the Trukana you know cultural festival mm -hmm. so and for us uh, culture is something that we can really and is going to see this country you know um, uh, attract a lot of revenues in terms of the traffic that you come in in uh, in, uh, in a preference to catch uh, activities. Mm. I, I hear that and I also think you know it's really interesting not only for international audiences but also for us here at home to be able to celebrate our own culture and you spoke a little bit about youth and I'm wondering as individuals uh, and Kenyans how, how can we support our own tourism and this industry as a whole? Well, uh, first is by, you know, uh, becoming tourists ourselves in mm -hmm. our own country. Mm -hmm. We can travel and uh, uh, visit some of the sites that we have, our national parks, um, our cultural, you know, historical sites. Uh, first is by becoming ourselves uh, tourists within our country. Uh, that's way we become the consumers of our products first and we attract more traffic because uh, as we visit these destinations, we will be telling the story. And so we become marketers by ourselves because we'll talk to somebody else and uh, encourage them to visit, not only within the country, but also outside. I want to believe Kenyans are very friendly people and mm -hmm. they are friends outside there. So as I visit IS Penina, I'll visit and tell more people of the exciting uh, things that I saw in Kenya. And so uh, this will also attract uh, more traffic, not only from within the country, but also outside the country. Again, we can support by talking positive stories about our country, really. Sometimes when we are hit by a small thing like Mandamano, you know, mm -hmm. we are the first people to treat out there and say it's burning Kenya. No, we mm -hmm. need to stop. We need to um, we need to tell a positive story about our destination, Kenya. And I know we can. Kenyans are very good sto uh, storytellers and I know they're very convincing. So as we uh, talk about our country positively, I want to believe that we are making uh, strides in terms of attracting more uh, people. Again, let's support um, uh, tourism in terms of those of us who are in the decision-making, uh, uh, you know, positions. Just uh, support by making sure that we have enough uh, budget for marketing. 
uh, and also I want also to ask Kenyans to get ready as I talk about the numbers really the numbers will come to the country but where will they be accommodated so there are quite a number of other investments that we can take we as Kenyans I really feel sad when I see it's the outsiders who are very excited about the investment in this country we have investment in hospitality it's just the other day that we had less than a traffic of uh, 2,000 people in Nairobi and they didn't have anywhere to sleep and so I ask my fellow Kenyans that they take that especially those of us who are doing business and uh, can really put one or two hotels around to do so because as we draw these numbers to the country we need uh, restaurants we need uh, hotels we need uh, you know entertainment uh, mm -hmm. places and so there's quite a mirage of uh, investment that we can pick as Kenyans and so I ask Kenyans to support in that arena it's interesting you say you know not enough hotel rooms not enough but people don't actually realize that we if you travel to Nairobi for example um, the 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 food the, the culinary tourism is it's incredible here like, I mean mm -hmm. I, like anywhere I've lived or been to in the world the diversity of like cuisines and things and this is a part of our tourism people don't really know or understand and I'm not, and I'm not talking about all high-end mm -hmm. you know you can go mm -hmm. to you know and get a meal at a place that's you know four five hundred three four hundred shillings and it's yeah. it's the most amazing meal you'll ever have and you know if you sure. go to if you go to Eastlands for example some of the best food you'll find is there mm -hmm. um, that's one point the second point is you know you, you talked about you know government institutions that need to support the ministry mm -hmm. um, you know and I know this is this is a sore spot but I'm gonna ask this question anyway we, we're a country where, where we're not doing so well financially as a country right now and that could have been you know attributed to many different things it could be mismanagement for the previous 10 years whatever the case may be your ministry needs need support financially to market mm -hmm. um, th these are conversations you must be have having that are ongoing with you and, and obviously I guess the highest office in the land I suppose mm -hmm. I, I know we've been having this discussion and actually actually we've been supported really and I can say so for now uh, and of course we are devising other other means of uh, you know getting support from other arenas because of course we understand where the country is in terms uh, of our economy and we cannot press them because they, they can only give what they have if they don't have uh, where will we want the government to get it from and that's why we've actually devised quite a number of other strategies of our marketing and going to uh, uh, online uh, you know marketing is a bit cheaper of course compared to the campaigns the road shows and uh, farm trips and all that so we realize that we can really you know uh, 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 push on, you know, the less cost of uh, uh, marketing strategies for now, even as we wait for the country to stabilize in terms of the economy. But also, we're trying our level best, even as a ministry, because we are one of the ministries that is going to help this country in terms of uh, stabilizing in their economy. So we're working hard so that we can uh, we can uh, attract more numbers, uh, not only numbers but quality numbers, really, uh, so that we can uh, generate revenue. Revenues. And again, as we generate revenues, it's the same revenues that we are going to put in our budgets. And so as we stabilize, I want to believe that there's that goodwill. The goodwill is already there because, of course, uh, you've seen the president is pioneering in terms of uh, uh, pushing for PPP, uh, in terms of uh, developing of our infrastructure, especially in the hospitality, you know, industry. Mm -hmm. And so we've seen quite a lot is coming. And uh, I must say that uh, I know one of the... Uh, 
the areas that we've not done very well as an industry is in the area of mice uh, meetings, you know, having uh, greater and bigger conventions in this uh, in this country. We have relied on KICC that was built in 1973 mm-hmm. and over time it, 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 it has been uh, overtaken by events in terms of, you know, technology, in terms of even the state. And so that's why we're pushing for uh, convention in BOMAS and I think uh, the president is very positive about it uh, together with his deputy and they're pushing for it and I know uh, because we have uh, land there of 79 acres we can really develop a state of art facility there uh, that can really uh, attract the traffic and also have a home of uh, mice in Kenya not only in Kenya but I want to believe what we are dreaming about will be the uh, the the greatest giant in Africa in terms of uh, mice will be a hub yeah. for mice. Yeah, that, w- that would be amazing. And uh, we're, we are going to get into the sports news right now. But when we come back with uh, Madam C.S. Panina Malonza, if you have any questions, you can send them in 0701-984-984. Tweet us at 984 in the morning. Uh, we will be right back. Capital FM. We are joined in studio by a special guest, Tourism Cabinet Secretary, Madam Panina Malonza. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to have you in here. And we've been asking uh, listeners to send in their questions. And I have a question here from uh, Wangui on Twitter. She says, Madam CS has mentioned something about being a tourist within your own area and country. What is being done to empower the community, specifically the youth, for them to improve their socioeconomic status from that sort of tourism? Uh, thank you very much, uh, uh, Wangui, for that question. I want to say that, uh, of course, we're working with the county governments uh, so that we can, one, do the mapping of the products that we have there because for a youth to uh, visit, then they have to know what is uh, what is the attraction that is within their, uh, their, their space or within their counties. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're working with the county governments first to map the products. We've already done so, and uh, we will be marketing on behalf of the counties so that everybody out there can get to know uh, what attraction is within their county so that they can visit. The other thing that we're doing uh, we have uh, the uh, bottom-up uh, economic transformation model that is focusing on uh, the youth because the youth is the next uh, traveler, of course, uh, uh, comprising of 65%. And I want to believe that this is uh, still the same even within the counties. And so what we are doing, uh, we're working with the counties so that they can come up with uh, cheaper accommodations. Mm-hmm. They can do tented ta- uh, camps uh, that are cheaper. We are also working with the Minister of Transport so that and the business uh, community so that they can come up with uh, you know moderate uh, cheaper uh, not very cheap but averagely um, you know transport that uh, the youth can really use to uh, travel not just these uh, uh, the high-end uh, vehicles that we've seen or even the charters that fly people to Masai Mara that are a bit high for a youth to uh, you know to afford us uh, so we are working on those two uh, areas also the government is piloting on um, you know cheaper accommodation and that's why we are encouraging even Airbnb, uh, so that we have even a homestead, you know, hosting uh, tourists uh, right there. And I believe these are openings that our youths uh, can actually take advantage of uh, uh, and, and uh, 
you know, uh, uh, begin even, uh, you know, with the homesteads being a host for our tourists. I, I believe this is a, a actually a low-lying uh, fruit for our youth and they can actually get into that business, not necessarily building uh, a five-star hotel, but mm -hmm. actually using the homesteads as a host, uh, you know, uh, accommodation facilities mm. within the villages. You know, you talk about hostel accommodation. If you go to, and I'm sure you've seen it in your travels, if you go to Europe, the hostels are like what we call a three or four star hotel here. Mm -hmm. They're really clean. They're really, you know, uh, put together. There's a lot of space. Uh, you know, it's a very different hostel mm. if you talk about the, the African context of a hostel versus the, the, are we trying to, are we going to upgrade those facilities so we can keep those and then keep those costs low enough for that, that demographic of traveler? Yes, yes, we are. Uh, we have grading the uh, the facilities for budget, you know, uh, traveler, as well as accommodating every other traveler uh, that is probably is not a budget traveler, but is a traveler within our uh, country who wants to travel. Probably they may not have that. The other thing that we're pushing is just talking with our um, uh, businessmen, especially the hotelians, so that they can also open the space for um, our our rooms being booked as a room you book as a room not as a, a person per person because mm -hmm. that is the practice that we have in this country if you go with your wife your, your wife will pay and you'll also pay in the same room and so we are encouraging them because that way you open up uh, the space for the rooms to be booked 100 percent every day other than just uh, relying on a few people who will come and then uh, you charge them per person so we also are navigating that route i know it's not an easy route especially with our businessmen uh, who are used to, you know, uh, charging a room per person. So we are also navigating that uh, I, to see. Yeah, you mentioned a little bit about working with counties uh, to promote local tourism. And I w I'm wondering, is this also part of the diversification that you spoke about a little bit earlier in terms of, you know, we're known for beach and safari, but how we're diversifying our offering? Um, oh. Yes, it is. Actually, as I started by saying is that uh, Kenya as a country is uh, has 47 counties. Mm -hmm. and so as we talk about these attractions within the country, whether it's uh, beach or it's uh, safari, it's happening in a county. And so uh, beyond the safari, the wildlife and also the, the beach, we are also trying to diversify other products. If you look at central Kenya, we have uh, Mount Kenya, mm -hmm. which we've never taken advantage of. And look at the traffic that is going to Tanzania. They're going to Kilimanjaro. Yet, uh, Mount Kenya is a better and he's uh, you know, mount, you know, to climb and even uh, to have activities around it. And so that's why we are diversifying to adventure and as you know, Kenya was rated uh, destination number one in terms of adventure in Africa mm -hmm. and number 10 uh, in the globe. And so we, we want to take advantage of this uh, because we know um, if you look at uh, Ritri Valley again, it's, it's, it's a it's a place that you can really uh, do a lot of uh, uh, cable cars and, uh, you know, that would be cool. an adventure in terms of the landscapes that they have. But we are diversifying our products. Uh, uh, to even sports uh, tourism, to agro-tourism. This agro-tourism is all about our beautiful uh, farms, uh, coffee farms and tea farms. And we've seen it happen now. We have a uh, traffic of tourists who are actually now visiting the farms. And they can actually uh, pick your tea uh, at a cost. Actually, mm -hmm. they pay you to pick it instead <laughs> of you pay uh, for them to pick it for you. So we're diversifying to agro-tourism, to gastronomy. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just 
just talked about our good uh, cuisine right. in this country and I can tell you that's one area where we want even as we come up with the largest facility and ecosystem uh, of um, uh, confession center at Bomas we're also looking at uh, coming up with an international restaurant where we love all uh, you know cuisines from across the globe cool. you know happening there yeah. and we're also strategically looking at how we can position some of uh, uh, the traditional you know uh, uh, restaurants around our our city so that you know if I go to South Sea I can actually uh, feast on fish you know uh, uh, if I go to if I go to Kawangware I can have you know the Kisi you know restaurant there so we are trying to look at that so that we can uh, you know position this city uh, for restaurant for African restaurants across that's great. Yeah. And uh, if somebody wants to learn more about what's happening, how to keep up to date on, you know, our, our tourism efforts, where can they uh, find more information? Well, uh, we have our website. Mm -hmm. we, you can log on our website so that you can learn. We have uh, one of our uh, state agencies that is actually taking, uh, uh, that is mandated to uh, do the analysis of uh, the traffic uh, in terms of who is coming and visiting our country, the state of our hotels, and the state of uh, uh, other facilities that support tourism. It's called the uh, uh, Tourism uh, Research Institute, and you can get all this information from from uh, the saga. Okay, that's great. Thank you. Wonderful to have you here. Thanks for coming in. It's great to see that uh, there's a lot of work going into planning for the future of Kenya tourism, wildlife, and culture, which I love. Uh, and uh, you're welcome back anytime, Madam CS. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. It was an honor. Capital FM.